Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Hey, good afternoon. How are we? We're doing good, Johnny. I'm sitting here while you're uh, sitting in your car. I'm watching cars race around Daytona International Speedway. All right, well, I'm watching buses coming in and out of the Epcot parking lot. Well, I've seen the bus that you were, uh, I seen the bus that you were driving the other day. That was really cool. Yeah, I had the uh, Hawkeye one. So, but like I said, I'm, I'm disappointed I never get a Mandalorian or a Boba Fett one. They haven't made those for some reason. Well, I don't know why either. You'd think uh, they would do that. I, I mean, especially Boba Fett. I mean, I'm really enjoying that, and I think it's doing good. But it, I haven't heard the same buzz from that that I heard with the uh, Mandalorian. No, no, and and I like Boba Fett, but uh, yeah, it's not quite as compelling as uh, Mandalorian was, and it doesn't have the the new cute character that the Mandalorian had. So it could use a little promotion, I think. You know, maybe they'll they'll have to make one of those whatever the hell he's riding. They'll have to make a baby elephant version of him. There you go. Yeah, no, that baby Bantha. Yeah, that big monster he rides. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a Bantha. A Bantha. A Bantha. Okay, so he needs a baby Bansa. Something, something. But I'm enjoying it. It's okay, but I know I'm enjoying that more than this god darn snow. Nah, I can't. What are we talking about? Snow. Dude, I was out there with a snowblower two and a half hours yesterday. Imagine if you had to do it with a shovel. Well, I'll tell you what. This snow, luckily, but I almost did. I almost... I almost took the snowblower and broke it yesterday because it, it, it's it's an older Craftsman. I got to get a newer one. And it's still a pull start. And it didn't. I had to prime that thing literally 75 times to get enough gas in it to start yesterday. Usually it never takes that much. But I want to get a bigger one next year. But uh, there's nothing like standing out in 30 mile an hour winds snow blowing in your face, pulling on a darn, it's bad enough trying to start a lawnmower in the middle of summer, let alone freezing cold trying to start a, a snowblower. 
Lawnmowers are never my problem. Mine are the weed eaters. For yeah. some reason, uh, weed eaters hate me, and uh, I had the biggest issue in the world. More than one of those have ended up in the swamp at our house. So, just saying. Dude, I've got... Know what it is? It's the newer gas. It don't have the... It has that... I can't think of the word. It has this chemical in it now. Ethanol? Ethanol. You got to get the... You got to literally drain them. If they're sitting more than a few weeks, you got to take all yeah, the gas out of, and put the gas clean, the treatment in them. Yeah, even even down here, because, I mean, we use our lawnmowers and weed eaters most of the year. I mean, I yeah. might get three weeks off at any given time, but even during that three weeks, it'll uh, gum up if yep. you, if it's not completely empty. So. Yep, you got to run them dry and then put that conditioner in them. Yeah, it's pain and, in the bud is what it is. Yeah, well, know what I ended up doing? Because I hate them, too, because I hate, I hate, I raced motocross for years. And I love racing bikes, but the only thing I hated is smelling like that two-stroke gas the entire time, the gas and oil mixture. You yep. stunk. I can't stand the smell of the two-stroke uh, weed whackers. I end up getting a four-stroke, which is a little better. But then I got fed up with still smelling like gas, so I own all battery-operated weed whackers now. And it's so nice because some nights after you take a shower and you'll see something, you can walk to the garage and grab the weed whacker and do a little work without feeling like you need another shower because you smell <laughs> yeah. like gas yeah i got you the I, I i was really tempted we were at lowe's and i'm tempted to buy a battery operated one but uh my yard is jungle swamp yard i mean i i live on the swamp with florida and uh our weeds are weeds like you've never seen before in your life so we got more brush you know and you almost, you almost need a yeah. brush hog for yeah. in the cypress knees and stuff like that so i'm just afraid a battery operated one's just not going to be have enough muscle to take care of the stuff now I have a an old push mower that I use to do that crazy crap. Like I just beat that thing up. It's an old Craftsman. It's about 25, 30 years. It still runs because it's the old school crap. But that thing eats all. I leave a, a, a. I don't even worry about the blades on it. I, I get all the nasty stuff with that. Then I have another push that goes around the manicured area of the yard, and then the rider does everything else. And I just use the weed whacker. To go around the edge of the porches and the back, you know, around the house. I don't go, yeah. and it, and it works. I love it. It's an eighteen volt weed whacker that works absolutely perfect. And I got the leaf blower too, so I could blow off. It was the same thing. You smell like gasoline every time you use them. I bought the the battery operated leaf blowers to blow off the back deck and the side porch during the whole year because you know when they get dusty or whatever, it's it, you don't you don't feel like you stink after using them. Yeah, that's that's the one I want to get is a battery operated leaf blower because uh, uh, right now I just have an electric corded one. Yeah. And drag that cord all around the entire freaking. I mean, that's a it's a process to get that out. No, I just want to come home, grab something, and take me ten minutes to blow off of the, the porch. You know what I mean? So. Well, I also bought a couple of those leaf blowers because of a. I'm a general contractor, and those battery operated ones are nice. Like if I'm cutting, like say in your garage, John. And I put tarps down, but I still get a little stuff. I end up, I blow your garage out. I'll blow the customer's front yard off. If I'm cutting on the front lawn, if anything gets over, I'll clean up. So I use them to take the work too, to clean the sawdust and all. Right. Yeah, they work really good for that. But yeah, I'm sitting here watching the 24 hours of Daytona, the Rolex. It went down to 29 degrees there last night, John. You ain't going to tell me, buddy. You should have saw my car this morning. I got a Florida car. I got out there and tried to start it, and it went, 
It did not <laughs> get an old battery in it. It did not want to start. Finally got it on about the last uh, oomph, and then it's okay. But, man, it didn't want to go. Nah, my poor brother yesterday, his pickup truck, he's out snow blowing. He goes to warm the truck up, and it starts, and then it dies. And then it wouldn't restart, and I'm going, Don, it sounds like the alternator. He goes, well, I'm going to see if it's the battery first. He buys the battery wasn't the ba- It was the battery plus the alternator. So the poor guy's out in the freezing cold yesterday putting an alternator on his truck. Ain't that nice? Oh, that sounds like a party. Yeah. What a party I wouldn't have had. I'd have took that right to the shop. Yeah. But he works on it. He- I used to work on them. You know I love cars and all that stuff, but it ain't my DNA anymore, John. No, no, especially in the temperatures you got now in the weather. No. Nah. I mean, I, I tell you about that Street Outlaws. I like that No Prep Kings and all those shows. And I just bought our tickets for Father's Day for us to go again up to Maple Grove Raceway in May. I'm excited about that. I'm a complete car guy. But unless it's sitting in a garage and it's a car that I want to work on, that's the only way I'm working on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got you. Yeah, but but anyway, it's freezing. All these drivers are complaining. You got Elio Castroneves shaking and freezing he goes i'm from brazil man i'm not used to this cold weather because they were picking on him because he looked like cheech and chong remember cheech used to have the the hat below his eyes you could barely see his eyes that's how castor davis was wearing his wool cap yesterday so it was funny he said i'm too cold for this crap it's too cold for me i like warm weather so but yeah it's it, uh, the sun's out both yesterday and today so it's warming up fairly nice and it's supposed to get to 55 today or something which is still pretty damn chilly for florida so yeah we're, it, we're supposed to get 55 this week yeah the, probably the same day we'll be at 82 yeah so. yeah and then it's going to go back down to freezing again so well i left the uh the elephant in the room for long enough uh <laughs> Tommy's retiring, John. No, are you broken up? Oh my God, I I uh, I, I, I literally cried all last night, John. No, I bet no, you were you're, you're un you know uh, I just couldn't console you. Unconsolable. It was it was terrible. Yeah. So the the question is is your boy going to be the quarterback now? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of options out there, and they're shooting around names and everything else. And and I guess according to uh, Bruce Aarons and uh, somebody else in Tom Brady's camp, he still is not absolute official with it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that he's going to retire. But well, so. you know, Tommy, he's going to want to draw every bit of attention he possibly can out of this. He he's really going to want to stretch this out. Well, was me for a few weeks, I think. No, he needs to let the Bucks know one way or the other. So I don't know. I've heard rumors from uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers to uh, uh, Derek Carr to uh, uh, God, how else did I hear? Three or four, and then there's you know uh, Gabbard. I don't think is the future of the Buccaneers. He's the backup right now, and then Trask is third string. So uh, I I don't know. I've heard decent things about Trask from Florida, but we'll we'll see. And and I guess they've got all of you know uh, the summer camps and stuff to find out. So. Yeah, well, I like Trask. I like him. I think he's a pretty good. I think he has potential. I like him more than Gabbert, big time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think, I don't know if Trask is ever going to be uh, a phenomenal uh, top five quarterback, but I think he would be well enough to be a good, really good game manager and not make stupid mistakes. Well, you know, and if we could get the defense to a point and get a running game, then I think that's what you need. So. Well, you never know. I mean, the guy that's retiring was picked in the sixth round, so. True enough. 
But he needs to make his mind up because if anybody else was important to this team and he'd be telling them, uh, Crapper, get off the pot. We got to move forward. We got a Super Bowl to win. Yeah, exactly. This is about Tommy, so it, we'll have to be patient. I mean, I know Judith is upset. I know Tommy, our buddy Tommy, He's he said he's okay. He got the honor of watching him for 22 years. Yeah, I mean, exactly how much do you expect out of the guy? I mean, honestly, he played forever. So. Well, enough is enough already. Enough yeah. is enough already. So, all right, who do you have? Who do you have today? Who do I have today? Uh, I I'm rooting for the Rams because I, I I can't stand the Niners. So, I mean, I haven't liked the Niners since they got rid of I think the greatest quarterback of all time, Montana. And I was never a Niners fan. I've always hated the Niners, but I like Montana. But I didn't like what they did with him kicking him out for Steve Young. You follow me? Yeah. But. I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I, and the reason for that, John, is is if Tom had to play in that era, I don't think he'd have played 22 years. Nothing against him, but that was a whole different ball game back then. Like There was no, oh, I'm sorry, I hit the quarterback. There was no, I'm sorry, I didn't hit him harder. There was no protecting the quarterback when Joe played. And that's there the reason. no he, protecting much of anybody when they were No, right. exactly. So I think if Joe played in this era, he was, he was just... He was like Brady. He was one of the smartest that ever played the game, if you follow me. I think he'd have been, I think he's the greatest of all time, but Tom has seven rings, so you give it to him, you give it to him. It's all good. I mean, it's it's like arguing between Ferrari and Porsche, you know what I mean, John? Pretty much premier. But I, I'm rooting for the Rams today, and on the other side, I'm on the fence, because I love Andy Reid, and I love Kansas City, but... As much crap as Cincinnati's been through, and I love the kid Burroughs. I love that quarterback. Yeah, and, and I love how excited the city is. I mean, you know, Cincinnati hasn't had a, a whole lot to root for for a very long time, so yeah. I, I would love to see Cincinnati do it. So. Yeah, I mean, don't don't you know? Don't get me wrong. I think it's it, it's great. I mean, I don't think since I think that's Cincinnati's first playoff win in twenty years. It's been a long, long time since the icky shuffle. Yeah, I so. mean, they made the playoffs, but they lost first round yep. like every time. Yep. So, I'm a big Joe Burrows fan. I, 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 But I'll tell you this. Whatever one of those two teams go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC, that's who I'll be rooting for. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So. I'm not a 49ers or a, or a Rams fan. I mean, I, uh, I vaguely... Kind of, I guess we're, we'll root for the 49ers just because John Lynch is the general manager and he was a, a Bucks from the our our golden era. So yeah, you know, but I like John Lynch. He was a hell of a player. He was yeah, a, he that was. was a hell of a he defense. A tough, a tough sob. So. Yeah, yeah. That's when the that was the Brooks error and the, the oh, Barber yeah. error. Yeah, Rondé yeah. Barber, Warren Sapp. Quality defense. Yeah, that whole era. But I, uh, it's going to be two good games today, I think. I think two really good games. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And actually, I'm off at 3.30, so I should be home by about halftime of the first game and be able to watch the entire second game, got tomorrow off, so I can truly enjoy myself. So that means making chicken wings tonight, Doug. Oh, you're making our recipe, huh? I am. Ohana wings in the process. So. Uh, the kid's going to love that. Oh, yeah, me and him watching football, and Lisa gets her broccoli soup. Woo! <laughs> what a party! Oh yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it, it's good time spending out with your son eating chicken wings. It don't get much better than that, John. A couple. What kind of beer are you gonna have today? 
I don't know. Maybe I'll stop on the way home and grab me something something unique or different. You know, right now I just got Bud Light in the refrigerator. But then again, Bud Light with chicken wings is about all you really want, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, I, I'm good. I mean, I'm not hoity-toity like Robbie. I can drink a Bud Light, John. I enjoy a Bud Light. Well, with chicken wings, there's not much better. So chicken wings, hot dogs, burgers, that's, all, that's what you want. Yeah, so. I got Bud Light in the fridge here because of uh, Old Tomato when he comes by. That's what he likes to drink. You're a good brother. Yeah, Tomator. So did you hear what, uh, did you hear the announcement from Disney? Which one? Oh, they're going to have transportation now to and from the airport that you could pay extra for, John. No, I I, I haven't seen this. No, 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 sir. Yeah. Disney Travel Company, I got an alert because of being a travel agent on the travel agent site. Uh, here we go. I'm booting it up for us right now, John Boy. Don't tell Mary Ellen. Oh, good night, John Boy. Good night, Jeffro. Or what was Peggy Sue? And I never watched it. Mama, Mama. Mama. Papa. Yeah. That's the only thing I remember about the Waltons. I don't remember a single episode, but I remember the stupid ass. Good night. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, my brother loved that show and my wife loved that show. I could not watch that. So that show was not for me. I liked Little House on the Prairie, but I didn't like the Waltons. So. Yeah. I didn't mind Little House. It was okay. I would watch it if it was on. You know what I'm saying? Like with my father's house or whatever, if it was on. Well, you can you can tell back in the back in the 70s and 80s, we had like four selections of television, yeah. right? <laughs> can you yeah. imagine? Uh, we were kids, so can you imagine any kids uh, watching Little House on the Prairie or the Waltons back in the day? Uh, yeah. No, I I. I was a happy days kind of guy, you know what I'm saying, John? Yeah, nothing wrong with happy days. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna, not even pretend I didn't watch the Love Boat and Fantasy Island either. I was okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> I think that was Friday nights, man. That was a double header right there. The Love Boat. <laughs> the plane boss. Welcome to Fantasy Island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Reese uh, Company, uh, Alice. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then it switched. I think the Saturday night it was. Uh, the Dukes of Hazard on one channel, and then I'd switch over to the Love Boat and Fantasy Island. That was my Saturday night, John. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Hee-haw on before. I don't know. Did y'all have hee-haw up there? Oh, yeah, we had hee-haw. My okay. grandpa and grandma loved hee-haw. I'm a-picking and you're a-grinning, John. <laughs> I, you know, growing up down here, I didn't even know that they play, they played that stuff, that, that country-fied version up in yeah. there. Uh, yeah, uh, it was Roy and Buck, Roy uh, and Buck Owens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Disney Travel Company offering private transport to Walt Disney World as a vacation package add-on. The Walt Disney Travel Company now offers private direct ground transportation to and from Walt Disney World Resort as a travel package add-on. It's so nice of them, John. Mm-hmm. Available be- vehicles include exclusive vans, sedans, SUVs, executive limousines, and stretch limousines, John. It sounds like a version more of the minivan service than of the Magical Express. Yep. Transportation from Orlando International Airport to the Walt Disney World Resort Hotel can be added by calling travel agent or Disney reservation at 407-939-4357. Ground transportation will also be available between Walt Disney World and Tampa International Airport, Sanford, Sanford International Airport, Orlando's Amtrak Station, Kissimmee Amtrak Station, Cape Canaveral, Vero Beach, and Daytona. 
Ground transportation can be booked up to five days before arrival. Both one-way and round-trip fares are available. Up to one complimentary car seat will be available for children five years old and under. Additional car seats are subjected to availability. As part of the health and safety guidelines, all drivers and guests are required to wear a mask while in the vehicle, John. And there's no prices. I think the prices are depending on the time of the season, John. Yeah, and I wonder if this is going to be our cast members doing this, or if it because it it sounds more like uh, us doing this. So if it is, maybe there's a new position out there I could check into. Yeah, because I wouldn't mind driving to the airport or driving over to Tampa to pick up people. That'd be fun. No, you need to look into it. I just think it's crummy that they cancel Magical Express and now are charging you for this. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the price that the Mirrors transportation is. I don't know. You know this is going to be more expensive than oh, that. Oh so my! It's I, going to be astronomical. I bet you this is minimum of double for the same size vehicle. But I know what'll happen. I'm going to have people because I've already been. Uh, I have a couple trips coming up, and I've had. Well, what do you do without a magical express? Now I got to tell them about this, and I know a lot of people are going to let Disney rob them because of the convenience of it. Yep. Yeah. But, yep, that's the story. I got to look into it. I got to get prices. The story just came up, but the prices really have it. I have to get look into the prices. It's one of those deals to open it up. You got to open it up with a package, if you follow me. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to see it until you actually run through it. But I just think it's pretty crummy. Not surprising, though. No, it's not. not nothing they do surprises me anymore. Nothing they do. Uh, so any bus problems this week, John? My marquee was broke this morning and I couldn't get it changed from Animal Kingdom and I kept going to Epcot and I'm pulling up to places going, no, I'm not going to Animal Kingdom, I'm <laughs> going to Epcot, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so folks, if you wonder why sometimes uh, uh, a bus says one thing but they go to another place, it, it happens. I mean, it's electronics, you know. Uh, there's 500-something buses out there. And not everyone is always up to up to perfect speed, so... No, I just, uh, that that would be very confusing, though, uh, seeing an, an Animal Kingdom bus put one in Epcot. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and I'm leaving Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I'm telling everybody, no, I'm going to Epcot. I'm sorry. Going to Epcot. I'm going to Epcot. I'm sorry. And, and I mean, I double-check with people getting on the bus, I would say, 95% of the time. But, yeah, this time, I 100% time, because, yeah, I don't want anybody going, well, you said, no, 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 I said Epcot. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, Disney Hollywood Studios joins the extended extra evening theme park hour schedule at Walt Disney World. So now you could stay later and maybe get your rise of the resistance in, John. Yeah, Hollywood Studios has been added to the Walt Disney World extended evening theme park hour schedule beginning this spring. First extended evening hours date at Hollywood Studios is April 13th from 9 to 11 p.m. Attraction availability has yet to be announced. Uh, since launching this past fall, extended evening hours have only been offered as Magic Kingdom and Epcot, with Animal Kingdom and Disney's Hollywood Studios only taking part in the early morning offer. It isn't clear yet what will happen with the Magic Kingdom nights in April, with the schedule so far listing Magic Kingdom on the 6th, Epcot on the 11th, and Hollywood Studios on the 13th. Well, hopefully Rise, I mean, I'm all, I'm sure Rise and, Twe- and Slinky Dog has to be a part of that. I would hope so. I would hope so because that would uh, that would make a big difference. And then if yeah, if, uh, on our trip at the end of April, if we could have an extended Hollywood Studios, maybe be that'd be the night we could get it. So, 
Yeah, I had one of my clients down there. I think it was last week. They texted me a couple times. They go, does this thing break down all the time? Yes. And that's what I said. And I said, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not a ride mechanic. I don't know what to tell you. Like they were, they kept testing me. They had two reservations and both times it broke down on them, John. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and, and you're getting it, you're getting it, uh, 1500 miles away imagine what the pe- poor people standing in front of the attraction are. <laughs> well i'm they sure disney like, ah. gave gave them money back john for the oh, inconvenience yeah, you know they did i'm sure they did because they're so good like that john uh this is exciting I'm, i can't wait to see this installation of the noba corp star plasters wrapping up at epcot guardians of the galaxy at cosmic rewind that ship looks yeah, that- pretty cool don't it yeah sure does it looks like it's uh, right on uh, on the front. The 511-foot-tall Nova Core Star Blaster is nearing completion at the entrance to the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy. Rewind at Epcot. Uh, the three-man installation team is continuing to work on finalizing the attachment of all the fins using high-lift booms. The large crane that was on site has been removed. Oh, I saw that the other day. That's what that was for. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, so that looks like the, uh, the one they were... Uh, they weren't driving, but the other guys were driving uh, at the end of part one, correct? Yeah. Like the, the guardian force of that planet that was going to get destroyed. Yeah. So. And it looks pretty cool if you look, the construction workers standing inside it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the picture you needed for a selfie. Yes. You'd like to yeah, be him, wouldn't that you? again. Yeah. And I'll correct you real quick, John. You said 511 foot. It's 51 foot. Oh. I was going with 500 left. That would be impressive. It would be bigger than Spaceship Earth, John. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. I'd be sitting here looking at it, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, we the whole state of Florida would be scared that they were getting attacked by some major. <laughs> even though I wish it was 511 foot and it was loaded for bear, and it would go out and take all those barges out of World Showcase Lagoon. Ooh, that'd be impressive. It would be, wouldn't it? Uh, what's this? Opening dates announced for Magic Kingdom, Disney Adventure, Friends Cavalcade, Festival Fanny, and Mickey Magical Friendship Fair. Say that three times fast, John. <laughs> Holy yeah, moly. I think you just did. You got it all right there. Yeah. Uh, what are these, John? Starting February 11, 2020, is a brand new Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade starting nearly 30 of the favorite Disney Pixar the supersized cavalcade featured Nick and Judy from Zootopia, Baloo, and King Louie from Jungle Book, Jose Caracho and Panchitos from the Three Carrieras, plus Marita, Moana, The Incredibles, and more, including the Magic Kingdom debut of Miguel from Coco in this Mary in his Mariachi's best. But I think it was canceled because of uh, COVID, John. So they're bringing okay. back the dragon and all too. It looks like John. Yes, that would be great. Yeah, that was one of the most impressive uh, uh, float type things they had made out there. It Even when really he caught cool on fire, it was really impressive. Well, that just gave it a, a sense yeah. of uh, scariness, you know. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Not cool that it caught on fire, but it was crazy that it did. More details announced for the 2020 International Flower and Garden Festival. I'm in. I want to come down, John. Yeah, well, you know, end of uh, end of April is open there for you, available. It only runs from the day after my wife's birthday, March 2nd, to July 4th, 125 days. Yeah, it's like you got four months to try to get it in there, so, you know. Yeah, there's going to be new topiaries. Uh, the Missing Snow White and the Seven Dwarf Topiary will return to Germany. 
the Garden Rocks Concert Series makes a return in 2022, John. Performances 5.30 and 6.45 and 8 p.m. Uh, Friday to Monday, here is the latest performer lineup. The Guess Who, John, on March 4th and 5th. I don't know who. I don't guess who. I wish I, I had Jesse's girl. Mark, Rick Springfield, John, 6th and 7th. Do you like Rick Springfield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the first songs I remember. So. Uh, Mel- Melina Leon, New to Garden Rocks, March 11th and 12th. CC Winans, March 13th and 14th. Mike Del, I don't know, Del Guidance, currently on tour with Billy Joel, March 18th and 19th. Cool in the Gang. There, I love Cool in the Gang. New to Garden Rocks, March 20th and 21st. The Orchestra, former members of ELO, 25th to the 28th. I've told that story many times. They were one of my favorite bands when I was a kid. I turned to stone when you were gone. I turned to stone. The Spinners on April Fool's Day, March 1st, uh, April 1st and 2nd. The Pointer Sisters, April 3rd and 4th. Blue October, New to Garden Rocks, April 8th and 9th. There's going to be somebody there on the 10th and 11th, but all they have now is TBD is going to be playing, John. They're my favorite. They're my favorites. They you are. remember TBD, don't you? Yep. No, as long as you don't have other letters that come with those different initials, <laughs> you're okay. Tommy DiCarlo, singer for, band from Boston. We are just another band out of Boston, April 15th and 16th. If everybody knows, want to know, want, wants to know why my throat is killing me, I told John this earlier in the week, but I made homemade tacos and we had the Dorito shells, those hard shells that you used to get at Taco Bell, but we had them. And I bit into it and I didn't even get a chance to chew and a Dorito sized piece slid down my throat was stuck in the front and the back of my throat john and incredible and it was scary i thought i was going to hospital i've never choked on anything in my life and that was like sticking me in the front and the back of my windpipe it was pretty interesting john yeah i bet it scratched the heck out of your uh out of your throat didn't it yeah and it hasn't been right since so it I know Judith gets worried when she hears me as a have a horse throat she'll call me up because of my other problems that i've had and no, it's because the dummy swallowed a Dorito sideways. But you now it's amazing. You think about all the dangerous things that you've done in your life, and then something like that affects you more than anything. You know, a hundred percent, John. It, it was. I mean, it just came out of nowhere. We sat down. I took the first bite, and I was like, "Oh, oh!" And then I tried the power swallow. You know what I'm talking about? To get it down, it just it oh, wasn't yeah. budging. So. But anyway, Tommy DiCarlo, singer of the band Boston, April 15th and 16th. Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles, April 17th, 18th. Starship, April 23rd, 20th. Featuring Mickey Thompson. I apologize. I forgot to featuring Mickey Thompson. April 22nd and 23rd. Claudia Laida, uh, April 24th and 25th. That's new. Berlin, the 29th and 30th. Toby Mack, May 1st and 2nd. Blood, not Chili Mac? Yeah, not Chili Mac. Toby Mac. Not Mac and okay. Cheese either. Blood, Sweat, and Tears, May 6th and 7th. The Commodores, our bo- I wish our buddy Lionel Richie was there with them. That would be a bigger deal. Yeah. New to the Garden Rocks, May 8th and 9th. Ambrosia with Peter Beckett, John, May 13th and 14th. TBD is so good, John. They're, back, back. For, they're back May 15th and 16th. Uh, 
This band I even hated when I was a kid. A Flock of Seagulls. May 20th and 21st. It's like, what guy, who sits down and goes, ah, what, what kind of cool name, tough name, queen name? Oh, we're going to be the Flock of Seagulls, John. You like the Flock Absolutely. of Seagulls? Uh, they have one of the first MTV videos I remember. So, uh, you know. We got Colin Ray, the 22nd and third, 23rd. Thelma Houston, the 27th and 28th. Not the Big River Band, but we got Little River Band, May 29th and 30th. Uh, we got what, uh, what, uh, what's his face? Bob Iger and Chapman, uh, Mr. Chapman are right now. We call them the Simple Plan. They're June 3rd to the 6th. Herman Hermits, starring Peter Noon, June 10th through 13th. Plain White Tees, June 17th to the 20th. Dude, TBD is back. The 24th. Three times. Yeah, That's incredible. They're back on the 24th, 25th, and then again on the 26th and 27th of June. That's a hell of a lineup there, John. Yeah. yeah. A lot of performance. Yeah, and if you want to see TBD, you got, you got many chances. Yeah, you got so. four chances to see TBD. Uh, what else do we have here, John? Disney Skyliner partially reopens from refurbishment. Has bus traffic been up or has crowds been so low it hasn't really mattered? Uh, it, buses are busy in the morning, but that's about it. I mean, you know, it's pretty, pretty slow right now, and it was a good time for the Skyliner to go down. So, um, but they're back up and running. So, but uh, I saw these the other day, Doug, and I know we'd be talking about it. So, Walt Disney World's iconic purple road signs are being replaced with an all new look. So, let's see. Uh, the famous purple road signs are in the process of being replaced with a new look that follows the current design language that debuted for the 50th anniversary. The 30-year-old purple signs were famously created by the same team that produced directional signage for the 84 Olympics in L.A. Uh, the purple signs were designed to incorporate Disney's classic Mickey Mouse colors, red, black, and yellow, with purple as a complementary color, all planned to make the signs easy to read and help guests navigate the vast Walt Disney World property. Uh, the new modern signage, Debuting today features shades of blue and yellow, similar to seen in the newly repainted transportation ticket center and the new gateway entrance. Uh, there are more than. I'm not, I'm not happy with the. Uh, I'm really not. Presley's not happy with it either. Apparently not. He likes them purple signs. Yeah, he's not happy at all, John. There are more than a thousand signs across property, so it'll likely be some time before we see all the signage replaced. Ah. Uh, the signs look good, but I miss the purple ones. They they more look like their regular signs on I four now, don't they? Yeah, the blue ones they they look very uh, typical of uh, just modern highway signs. So yeah, the purple ones they were definitely kind of whimsical and iconic to Walt Disney World. So I think I'll miss them too. So. Yeah, it's like everything we love. John's going slowly but surely. The only thing that is constant is change. Yeah, well, I'm not liking a lot of it. I would, I wish they'd have just updated the purple signs or left something in it. Like, the, I don't know. I'm, and I'm not even trying to be harsh here because I understand you got to replace the signs. There's a lot of uh, construction that's going on. Uh, signs could be placed in different areas. I, I know they need updates because uh, I four has been different interchanges, different exits. Am I wrong, John? There's more off ramps. There's all different things that have changed over the years. So I understand it. I just. I, they just don't seem Disney-like. They seem more interstate-like. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah it definitely seems more official. You know, like, you, like I was saying, purple seems kind of uh, whimsical. And, and it's Disney World, for 
goodness sake, silly, you know. <laughs> it's a purple road sign, so it was it was kind of uh, unique to Disney World. So now now it just basically looks like you're you're entering a, maybe some kind of vast private property, which I guess you are. So, but it is what it is. Now uh, it, it ain't the end of the world. It's just I'm gonna miss. I mean, literally, when you got so far down I-4, you started to see the purple signs. You knew you were there. You know what I'm saying? It, like, totally brought your attention. I don't know if these are going to grab your attention as much. Well, that's that's kind of the, the way that you knew you were still on Disney property. As long as you were still looking at purple signs, you knew you, you yeah. hadn't ventured too far off, you know? So. Uh, Star Wars Galactic Star, Star Cruiser joins the bus directory for Disney Disney Springs. Have you seen any of those buses yet, John, or heard anything about them? I've heard that they're 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 getting up and running. I mean, all the the, the drivers that uh, bid for it, you know, any train currently and stuff like that. And when uh, you keep running to Disney Springs, they're just going to be normal buses. And then, but the runs between the Galactic Star Cruiser and the actual. Uh, uh, Hollywood Studios, they're going to be the specialized ones that uh, uh, are supposed to be ships. So. Well, I'm anxious to. I'm anxious to see them roaming around. I wonder if we're going to be... I'm, I don't know. You might not even see them because of the, they have their own private drive, don't they? To yeah, the ones between ones between Galactic Star Cruiser and, uh, and Hollywood Studios, the only way that even we'd get to see them is when they're being refueled or something like that at night or if they need to be worked on, taken over to the vehicle maintenance shed. Um, but other than that, yeah, they're not going to be out on property. So, well, and the ones I know, uh, heading over to Disney Springs, as far as I know, everybody's being told that you're, they're going to have to either scan their magic band or show some kind of, uh, proof that you're actually staying on at the Galactic Star Cruiser to board that bus. And I, I, I will, I would listen to somebody complain, but the fact is I can't get in there to overlook, to look at the stuff right now. So I don't think anybody else would look right now either. I don't blame you, John. I mean, I I know you want to see them. Not that I don't blame you, but I know you're looking for... I, I want to see them. I'm excited to see the new buses. Yeah, I'm excited to see the whole thing. So I wish that, you know, when they opened Ruby here, they had a, a cast preview thing where I'm hoping they have one for that. So before there was guests there that we could actually just walk around and take a look at, uh, which would make sense to me. I mean, promoting things to your own cast uh, seems like a great way to get them excited about it and willing to talk to guests about things. So... Well, it doesn't seem like you guys. It does, and again, it doesn't seem like the cast members are as important as they used to be. And you guys are what sell the magic. Well, we're not nearly as important as Bob Iger. So. No, Bob and Chapik have changed the whole atmosphere. Uh, character meet and greet returns to two more locations at Epcot this week as Walt Disney World continues returning entertainment to the parks. Indoor at the Imagination Pavilion, you can now meet. What Venel, I can't even speak. Venelope and Joy at the Imagine Works area, and then over at the Mexican Pavilion, Pavilion, over at the Mexican Pavilion, Donald Duck Number One is back in his purpose-built meet and greet area. I love Donald Duck in his little uh, sombrero, John. You know, and you corrected me earlier with the 51-foot uh, spaceship, so I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Vanellope is her name. Yeah, Not, whatever. Vanellope. Vanellope. I couldn't. Yeah. Dude, my my lip was frozen. I, uh, my lips, I just couldn't roll my tongue on that one, John. Vanellope, yes. Yes, Vanellope. Thank you. I don't mind if I'm wrong when it rarely happens. Correct me. 
Uh, drones finally come to Disney theme parks, but Walt Disney World will not be the first, John. Yeah, well, we had the drones at Hollywood. It's, it's weird. We had drones at Hollywood Studios doing that Christmas show. What's, what's that been? Five, six years ago now? And then nothing else. Nothing else ever done. So. Well, it's, it says drones will... Disneyland Paris will be the first Disney park theme park to incorporate drones into a nightly show as part of the 30th anniversary. So they're going to have drones first, and they're going to make Minnie Mouse wear a pantsuit, John. <laughs> I saw that, too. <laughs> I mean, what's that about, People John? People losing their mind over that, too. I mean, just losing their mind. Okay. Well, next they're going to put Mickey in a dress, John. <laughs> I mean, that's how I tell the two apart most of the time. One's wearing a dress, one's not. Yeah. Really, the only difference between when you're drawing Mickey and Minnie, the difference is eyelashes on the face and the bow. That's the only difference. Between yeah, well, take that now they should... To make it correct, John, take the bow and the eyelashes off. They should be identical. Uh, this world, we worry about way too many things than we should, John. Minnie is Minnie Mouse. She was good. Leave her alone. Uh, 200 drones will be used as part of Disney D-Light Show, which serves as the pre-show to the main Disney Illumination Show. The drone segment has been developed alongside special, specialist drone show company... Drosions, based in, what is it, Bordeaux, France, which yeah. interestingly also has a presence in Orlando, Florida. Uh, Disney has been long developing the drone shown in its park with both Epcot and the Magic Kingdom strongly linked to it with their use. News of Disney developing drone technology for use at Nighttime Spectacular surfaced first in 2014 with the filming of various patents relating to the Flixel system is used drones to carry project projection surfaces. Unfortunately, Walt Disney World's 50th, which saw the debut of two new nighttime shows, Disney Enhancement and Harmonious, did not bring drones to the park as hope. Walt Disney World did produce a limited run of drone show, Starbright Holidays at Disney Springs for 2016 holiday season. So, I, I don't know, John. I I don't know what the holdup is with the drones, do you? No, no, I heard. I mean, like, and, and it was like five years ago. Pretty, pretty good. Um, they had that show at Hollywood Studios, and that's five years ago of technology. So you would thought in that time, and they had them here, and they, they had them going in and out of their charging station and the whole bit. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if they ran into trouble with, um, you know, the, uh, what, the airspace or, or something of that sort, or uh, maybe the weather here is just too unpredictable in the summertime. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I I think it has to do with some flights and I, I, I don't know. I flight reasons. That's a un, security reasons. I don't know what yeah. it would be. Yeah, John. maybe, maybe. Uh, tomorrow night's 2020 cast member service celebration at magic kingdom has been postponed for the second time. On this occasion, due to forecast of poor weather. The cast member service celebration recognized cast members of 20 plus, 10 plus years of service was originally planned for 2020 and postponed, postponed because of COVID. It has now been postponed to later this spring. Well, what the hell weather could cost that? Well, why not shut the park down then? It was that bad. January 25th, what was so bad that they couldn't have just given their awards? I know they're not giving them much more than an award, John. Uh, it was raining, I think, but, oh. but yeah, it wasn't that bad. So, uh, I I don't know. I I don't get it. 
Make them wait longer. It's only been two years. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, what what what's disappointing for me is to see that it's ten years because I was always under under the impression that at five years I was going to get to go to this party. I got to wait until ten. Son of a gun. Nah. <laughs> yeah, darn. Yeah, it's a long time, John. Yeah, yeah, that's another six years. Goodness, five and a half. Oh, geez. Three Walt Disney World character meet and greet locations are joining Disney Plus this week as Disney continues to tweak the offering for the new Fast Pass Plus replacement. Uh, beginning on January 26th, Mickey at Town Square Theater in the Magic Kingdom, Princess Tiana and a visiting princess at Fairytale Hall in the Magic Kingdom, Cinderella and visiting princesses at Princess Fairytale Hall in Magic Kingdom, Olaf, a celebrity spotlight in Disney's Hollywood Studios. The Magic Kingdom location in late October. The Magic Kingdom location reopened in late October 21 after remaining closed. The parks return in 2020. Uh, Disney Plus. Here we go now. Uh, after remaining closed since 2020, currently the meet and greets are standby only, but will now move to offering lightning access with Disney+. Plus. So now you can pay to see the God, the characters, John. Uh, Disney+, Plus is an option within Genie+, Plus that makes service. That used to be a free, and I'm, re, I'm adding to this, makes the former FastPass line available at selected attraction, now called Lightning Lane, which they should call Greed Fest, Grab Your Bunny from Your Pocket Lane. At Walt Disney World, the introductory pricing of $15 per ticket per day. Certain headline attractions are not part of Genie Plus and Lightning Lane Access. At those attractions will require individual traction of purchase. So if these certain meet and greets aren't on there, you might have to pay even more for them. John, ain't that cool? Just awesome. Yeah. So Besides the 15 of the Genie Plus for today, you got to pay another 15 to go see Mickey Mouse because he's the most popular character in many, aren't they? Uh, back to probably them right now. I mean, for the, you know, a couple of years it was Anna and Elsa. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so right now I would think Mickey and Minnie are probably back to being the most popular. Yeah, so make, make the kids pay for seeing the characters. I just, I, I mean... I didn't. I seen it was added, but I didn't realize they were going to make you pay for it. That's disgusting, in my opinion. Uh, would you imagine you got a couple daughters, and you you you, you go to, you're, they're eight year old, so you're going to send them in line yourself, or or do you think Disney would allow you just to pay for the two kids, or they're going to make you pay for the adults because you're in line too, John? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I know that. Let's see. Uh, yeah, we have, we're supposed to check it. Over over seven, you can be by yourself, but you can't supervise somebody under the age of seven until you're thirteen. So eight years old, two eight year olds, yes, you'd be fine waiting in line by yourself if you really felt comfortable with your two eight year old. No, but I'm talking about like the parents stand in line with them until they get up there and then send them off to take the pictures, or they probably won't allow that either. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, no, no. We need the extra. We need the sixty bucks because we're 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 greedy. Uh, I I couldn't imagine. Uh, my godson's taking my two the two grandkids down this year to three grandkids. I feel so bad for them. With the, little Donnie's been there multiple times with us, and he literally called me. I'm go, Unc, is all this is all this extra stuff for real? Do I am I or is there a, a one pass? I said no, Donnie. You're going to be. Save, work as many hours of overtime as you can because they're going to 
fleece you of every penny you ever had. <laughs> he couldn't believe it because he's the one that used to go with Tomater every year. They would get the, their annual pass. They would go four weeks every year. They would line it up so where it overlapped where they could get four weeks out of a pass. You know what I mean, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you only have to do it every other year. Yeah. And they they were down all the time until Lori got sick. And now he's at, we're planning this trip for the kids. And he is like, he goes, this can't be true. I Oh, yeah, it is, Don. And wait till I tell him, like, the... Uh, and he's like, well, there's still Magical Express. I said, no, Donnie, you got mirrors. He goes, who's mirrors? I said, they're the ones that ran Magical Express. But now I get to tell him, too, hey, Donnie, being it's so cheap to go here, why don't you rent a stretch? Because they're offering that for you. The only people I know that will ride a stretch limo from the airport would probably be Robbie. What do you think, John? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, uh, Carmen and Brian, they were highfalutin at one time. Yeah. And you know Judas and Tommy. Judas don't mind throwing down some bucks, so... Well, lately she's even been getting a little uptight with it, John. She was a little, she's been a little oh. peeved about the charging. So, although, although you know, she did pay for preferred parking and she did pay for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she did. She was ornery. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And she, they're the reason why this crap continues to happen. Everybody, <laughs> Judith like, amazes. Like them. She she amazes me with that though because I'm like Judith. You go jogging and walking every day. Why would you pay to park 50 feet closer? Right? Uh, that, yeah, it makes uh, no sense to me either. I mean, I understand if you're, you're, you're uh, you know, you have a problem walking or either if you're just lazy. I understand, but she's not. So. No. Yeah, and then they'll walk the parks like no other. They're there from rope drop to close, <laughs> exactly. and then they'll pay an extra 35 bucks to park or whatever yeah. it is. It's crazy. But that's yeah. what, that's what, that kind of behavior is the reason why they continue to nail us for everything because all the loyalists will pay it and they fight yeah. with you not Jodius and Tommy but other people I'm online would pick it on they'll, they'll fight with me like I'm being mean that okay Magical Express we knew really wasn't free it was part of your package but now they're just saying screw you we're going to charge you more for the hotel room and we're going to make you pay the ride here and we really don't care because we really don't want you if you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars we don't really even want the riffraff in our park is the way they're at now they yeah, don't want the blue just, collar there they only want white what collar what you there. just said is exactly the uh, mentality that and there's and Doug, there's a lot of people on Facebook, and like you said, you'll get arguments with people. There's a lot of people that think like that, that will be that, that I have seen countless people on Facebook say they would happily pay double. You know, it's a couple of years ago, they'd happily pay double if half as many people were in the parks. And that's basically where we're going. I mean, Disney saw that and they're like, well, then fine, you'll pay double and it'll be half as And it, what cracks me up, too, is not I would say most of Disney, a lot of our Disney followers are more. uh I would say more for everyone. Like they're more liberal kind of group, I would say, from what I follow, from what I get response from, and inclusive to everyone except for people who don't have money. We include everybody unless you're broke. Yeah, exactly. Well, we well we want to pay for our, no, we don't no, if you don't have it, we're willing to pay for everything. That's the only thing that they're not woke about, John. Uh it's crazy, but no. The the, the all kidding aside, the the spe- the the nickel and diming is absolutely outrageous right now. I mean, there's nothing included. They should just go back to tickets, John, but electronic tickets. They should charge you for every single ride. 
That's kind of almost what the Lightning Lane bit is. It's almost like getting your e-tickets and stuff back from the day. So Although, I wish they you know, would that, do that, so I would not go again. Yeah, and then and well, then they'd have to go back to charging only like I, I think the last time they did it, it was like seven fifty to get in. So no, <laughs> no, no, John. They they should up the price, charge one hundred and forty a day to get in, and then still charge per ride. I mean, really, that, nobody will mind. The Disney loyalists won't care, dude. It's it's all good. They need to just keep whacking us over the head. They had one you of the... Just, yeah. just, tie it, just tie it directly to your phone, and then every time you just walk past an entry point, it charges you 5, 10, 15. Yeah, because we don't want cast members it. working either. We don't want cast yeah. members working. The Disney community right now, they're happy with no cast members, uh, mobile ordering, mobile this, mobile that. No, no self, no touch checkout, the whole nine yards. They should have no cast members on any of the rides, charge you for every turnstile you go by, and they'll be happy because it's Disney's wonderful and they do no wrong. Until they leave the park and then everybody's equal. But when we're at the park, if you're, if you're a crumb bum and stay at All-Star, you don't deserve what I do at the Grand Floridian. They're okay with segregation in the park, but they're not anywhere else. Am I wrong, John? Money. Money, 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 money. Yeah, yeah, and that's and, and and I mean because that's the mentality of my family is number one and to heck with everybody yeah. else. Uh, and I see a lot of that out here. I mean, as long as uh, you know your kid can see the parade, you don't care what the other kids no nope. so. no. If I stay at the Grand Floridian or Poly, I am better than you. If you stay at All Star or Pop, no, I'm 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 elite to you, and I should get in the park earlier because I'm paying more. Interesting, Doug. Uh, three weeks ago, I think it's been three weeks. One morning, I had uh, All Star Music to Magic. You're muffling yourself on the phone, Johnny. All right. Three weeks ago, uh, I had All Star. Oof. Okay. I had uh, All Star Music to Magic Kingdom. Three runs in a row, right? Yes. All right. So uh, every person, I, I get off the bus. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I would say again. I got about 85% responses of good morning back to me. Uh, the next day, I had three runs from the Grand Floridian to Animal Kingdom. Uh, I get off the bus. I Good morning, good morning, good morning. I would say I had about 20% response of good morning. Dude, you're me. beneath them. Just shut your mouth yep. and drive their bus, dude. <laughs> yeah, shut uh, your mouth and you drive your bus. Like. They're at Grand Floridian. Unless you're going to serve them food when they're getting on the bus, like you give them a, pu- a cup of tea or something, you're not good enough for them, John. You're just a uh, bus driver. That's what I That's what I felt like in the, in the cast, and we've said this before, the cast members of the Grand Floridian are some of the nicest cast members out here and stuff like that. But I felt out of place, not because of them. I felt out of place because of the other people staying there. So mm. <laughs> that's, that was that was that was my experience there. It, it is definitely a, a a bit of a snob fest over there. So yeah. no offense. <laughs> yeah, but no, everybody's supposed to be equal. We're all one, but not when you get to a Disney park. The more you pay, the better class you are. You're a better human being, apparently. You don't deserve. You don't deserve to wake up at seven o'clock and get an extra magic hour if you stay at All Star, John. And you're paying almost sometime during the year. It's almost up to what 160 a night now. Uh, yeah, yeah. All Stars is is even with my price break, it was 
it was still i was checking a couple of rooms last night it's still 86 dollars. so without my discount it's like 130 yeah. at in february yeah. You know? yeah um so you're talking in march you're probably talking almost 300 dollars. So. yeah but it's but you're not worth it john you're not worth it. if you don't stay at the grand floridian or you know you're not good enough but these the same people that cry about what's going wrong here and there and everywhere else in the world. When they get to Disney world, they could, they could be against everybody else. Cause they spent more money. I just think it's wrong. I just think if you buy a ticket to go in that park, nobody should have any advantage. That's my, it's always been my opinion. Have I wavered from that ever? Nope. Nope. Pretty consistent. Yeah. But it just cracks you up. And that, the point I'm making, I, 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 we got a lot of followers. And I'll see them all okay with this here, but with everything else going on in the world, they're not okay with the same exact thing that's going on outside. They're okay with inside. You you, you get my re- reading on that, John? Yep. Uh, as long as it's money. Yeah. So, but anywho, what else we have here, Johnny? Uh, I'm getting ready to cook a big Valentine's dinner for the girls again. February 12th, I'm holding Valentine's Day here, John. No, look at you. I'll probably be working. Yeah, I'm on the fence of what I'm making, John. I have a couple options I'm thinking about, but uh, what do you uh, where you where do you think you're gonna be working uh, that that week? I would imagine what day is uh, Valentine's Day on? Do you know? February 14th. It's on a Monday. Monday? No, actually, I would be off. Yeah, maybe we'll go to dinner. There you go. Um, I I've made a tradition here. I cook the girls' dinner every year. So, yeah, well, uh, see, I mean, me and you Doug, both cook so much. I don't know if you know, really, <laughs> you know, I, I know you cook more on Valentine's Day. I mean, you probably do a, a more of a meal, but it's not like you don't cook, what, twice a week anyway. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's kind of like we used to go out and do the whole crazy thing. The place is nuts. It's all. So I started cooking. I was going to cook for Brenda and then it became tradition because mom's alone on Valentine. I don't want her alone. So I started mom and Brenda. I made a special dinner for every year. It showed, and then now Donna moved home, and she's single. So now I cook for my three girls. Well, what about Presley? I mean, surely you make something for him. Dude, he he cooks with me. He's my uh, he's my sous chef, John. Yeah, yeah. The, the way you cook food for him, I bet he is. Yeah, probably cook him a fillet along with uh, the other four, don't you? Dude, he gets a fillet quite a bit. He gets grilled chicken every week. He he's he is grilled chicken all the time, but I'm thinking about I'm making the uh, I'm thinking I'm going to make the uh, beef ribs for Valentine's Day from the France Pavilion, John. Uh, short ribs. Yep. Nice. nice. Yeah, they're. You know, you told me cooking a fillet the one time for for Presley, and then I got off the phone. I looked at my dog, and she's looking her butt, and I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she would know a fillet from a. <laughs> no. I'll be honest with you, Presley's a little foo foo like his daddy. I don't think I've ever seen him do that. Uh, he's hoity-toity <laughs> but yeah that's what i'm thinking about doing and i'm going to be making uh i don't know what appetizer i'm doing yet i've been checking into it and i'm doing a, you know giada di lorenza oh yeah she does these uh skillet brownies that she does in a, in a in a skillet that she puts in the oven and they really look good so i think i'm going to make that for the dessert dessert and i'm still on the fence with what appetizers i'm going to make the girls so I'm still planning my menu, but the reason I brought that up is there's all kind of special stuff going on around the Magic Kingdom. I mean, around Walt Disney World for Valentine's Day. 
They have a real, now they even have, dude, like we talked about, it's getting out of hand here. They have a Valentine's Day now strawberry and chocolate Dole Whip. Now, is it Dole Whip, but I don't want chocolate, John? That, that's chocolate. <laughs> no that's, a, a that's a swirl ice cream cone, isn't it? Yeah, and it wasn't the, the point of uh, calling it a Dole Whip was from Dole Pineapple. Dole Pineapple, not Dole Chocolate. So, okay. Yeah, I know. I know. It's five forty nine. It's a Valentine's Day Dole Whip. It's not a god darn Dole Whip if it has vanilla and chocolate in it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's like calling a any. Okay, so if Porsche was so Model T was the first car, so every car should be called the Model T. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. A Dole Whip is a Dole Whip. It's citrus roll. The switch is roll. Everything else is ice cream in it. So. Yeah, I mean, this is a bit of, it's a beautiful Dole Whip, exactly like the picture, while the swirl of both strawberry and chocolate. So it's a strawberry chocolate swirl. It's not a Dole Whip. I don't, I don't know. Am I am I saying anything stupid here? Usually I am, but I don't think I'm wrong here, John. Yeah, it's not a Dole Whip. No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's just that they should just have every flavor in the world now called Dole Whip, right? I, I go into the supermarket. I don't look at the, the ice cream isn't all called Dole Whip, is it? Or am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, Dole Whip chocolate, Dole Whip pineapple, Dole Whip vanilla, yes. Yeah, I just don't get it, John. Uh, what else do we have here, buddy? Uh... They have exclusive Pandora jewelry, John, if you want to get over and get some of that for the beautiful Lisa. Uh, new Disney fig pins, including park exclusive orange bird and figment coming soon. They look pretty cool. I wouldn't mind having those two pins. Yeah, they look pretty neat, right? Yeah, they look. They don't look bad. Oh, new Mickey Mouse wooden train toy rolls into Magic Kingdom. I might have to get me one of them for my uh, office. Oh, how about some new press pennies? Uh, classic souvenirs can be found across the resort. They assembled a full guide with photos so you can find. They have the 50th anniversary pennies uh, located all over the place. Uh, are they a dollar now, back. John? What are they up to, a dollar? Yep. Am I, One dollar uh, each. I didn't look. All eight for only five bucks. Oh, my God. What jerks. It's a penny. And it's. And they're not even they're not even like the uh, the old press pennies where you actually had to work for a little bit or, or and have your own penny and that whole bit. You put two quarters and a penny in the slot. That's what it always used to be. No, no, you scan your card, order all, all eight of them, and you, five dollars later you just got them all dropped out. It really, I mean, it was I don't know. That was kind of the thing. Oh, it it's this to, generation, dude. They don't want to work for anything. Well, it's kind of the thing. To push the button, or well, not push the button, but to crank the handle, right? No. I just don't, I don't understand. Weren't they 50 cents a penny last year? 51 cents. Yeah, now it's a dollar. Like, but again, here we go. Disney is doing this. They, they, they have to spend, they have to make money. You do know this. Uh, they're like robbing us at every turn. Like now you're going to give me an extra 50 cent for a penny. Now you're charging me a dollar for a penny. I don't get, it used to be fun to do that, John. I remember. Yeah, that's a hundred. That's yeah. a hundred percent markup. That's that's. I mean, whatever. Where else can you get away with that? You know. I think when we originally went to Riverside, they had one in the hallway. I think it was ten cents. John. I you're, don't remember one that cheap, but I, I, it seems like forever they were fifty. I mean, because I collected them. I've got albums. I think I've got four albums full of Crush Pennies. 
Um, at the very most, it was a quarter, John, because I remember, because I have a couple, because when you went into the River Roost, past the River Roost, they had it right there in that hallway. Mm-hmm. So yep. I remember put one coin in, and I didn't carry around 50 cent pieces, if you follow me, John. So I remember it being one coin. So, but Yeah, when I, when I collected a gajillion of them, it was always 51. They were always, there were 51 everywhere, though, you know? I mean, from SeaWorld to Universal to uh, NASA to, uh, I've got some from, I've actually got one from the World Trade Center when I was up there. So, I mean, everywhere. And they were all the same price, and now all of a sudden, no, Disney has to be a dollar. be interesting to see if other places are now a dollar. I doubt it. No, and and the people that again the Disney flock, you know, the all doll. Oh, we got to do it. It's a dollar. What's a dollar? It's it's only a dollar. I mean, like this is what they should do. Being the grand flirty and all the people that think you're beneath them, they should charge. Being you could afford to stay there, you charge them two bucks for it and charge the regular, the the peons a dollar. John, maybe they should start pricing that way too in the parks. You stay at the grand flirty, and you even though you get in the park early. Double the price of the beer because you can afford it. You're you're superior. So there is there is one place on property that does do that. Can you uh, take a guess that that you if you uh, make more money you actually pay more to stay? No. Oh. Is that shades of green? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because uh, a uh, E one out there is going to pay a whole lot less than an 04 is going to pay uh, staying at the same place. So uh, a higher ranked officer is going to pay quite a bit more money than a uh, private just coming into the military. So it's the one place on property that actually does that. And that's because it's run by the department of defense and not Disney. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm surprised Disney hasn't wormed their way back into taking that away because like they're giving away a lot of money for that, and I, I, I could see, I could see Iger and Chape up every single night. How the hell can we get this hotel back so we can charge what we need to charge for it? Because they do give great discounts to the military, and they, they are losing money by doing that. If you follow me, I, 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 I bet you within the next ten years that's going too. Is everything else? Well, I don't know. I don't know. That, that's well, a huge dude. PR thing. That's a huge. Well, PR they don't thing seem to, to care about, dude. They don't care. They don't seem to even care about PR anymore. All they care about is money. Like it's it's gotten to the point now where it's one hundred percent at the top. Like you used to say, fan appreciation, cleanliness, beauty. Uh, like you could say a million things first. Now, money, money, money. Money and money is the only thing they care about at those parks right now. And it's sad. It's very sad. Like, I could, I mean, I would have never thought they were going to take Magical Express ever away, John. That was a great PR move, wasn't it? I'm still confused about that. We've talked about that quite a bit because that was instituted to keep people on property. And now it's just, uh, I, I don't know, maybe. Maybe because so many people were taking Ubers and Lyfts anyway, it just wasn't. I don't. I don't know the explanation for that. But I mean, they 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 instituted that to to keep purposely keep people locked onto property. In a way, it was a uh, it was a good monetary move for them because it prevented people leaving property to go to Universal. So yeah, well, now they charge so much. I don't think people leave because they're afraid to lose even more money. <laughs> Oh, we just paid $10,000 for this trip. We can't leave. Uh, speaking of other things we never knew that made sense, construction continues on the expanded seating area for Woody's Lunchbox, John. Okay. 
they should extend this through the entire land. Yeah, like we said last week, just put up some umbrellas. Giant shades. Monsters, but they're still building. It's going to be a pretty good roofed area, John. I don't know how this wasn't built like day one. Exactly. Like outside the lunchbox. It should have been there. It didn't look like it cost them that much to build it. It's just a flat roof. It kind of reminds you, what is it, the Backlot Express at the Magic Kingdom? Or at uh, Hollywood Studios, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Is that open yet? You know, I haven't been in the studios in probably seven months, so I really don't know. So I used to like it back there because not everybody knew it was back there. and It was big. Yeah, I always had an area to chill, if you know what I'm saying. Did you yeah, ever eat back there? They- they had a really good burger. Yeah, they yeah. had a, a Star Wars burger at one time that uh, me and Lisa actually used to share, and it was it was really good. Yeah. Well, that what am I even saying? That whole area is going at Star Wars land now. Yep. Yeah. So what am I saying? But yeah, it's it's not open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I answered my own question for being so stupid. But yeah, I thought I thought, I thought you were talking about the place next to Star Wars. What's, no, uh, what's no, the that's uh, between. Uh, what the hell is that? That's uh, oh my goodness, I can't think now. Well, you know which one I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah, that building. I've only gone to the bathroom in there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, that was the place that we've we've eaten a couple of times, and we've always had good burgers on there. So. Uh, I uh, I don't know. I uh, I'm. I'm you can definitely tell we don't go to Hollywood Studios as much as we do Kingdom. <laughs> No, I for, I just lost my train of thought because me and Brenda used to go back there all the time. Uh, we would get a couple things and split them all the time back there. And we liked yeah. it because it was always shady and a lot of people didn't walk around that. Like we would leave like watching Lights, Motor, Action or whatever and then walk over there and get something to snack on. You know what I mean? And we enjoyed it back there. There was always a place and there was always a breeze because you had that covering. So... And you had to get out of the sun after like uh, <laughs> the stunt show. Yeah, so. yeah, with the frying seats. Yes. Uh, I don't know, John. I don't have much more to you. No, I, I haven't seen a whole lot. Like I said, this is the slowest time of the year. Nothing new is opening. It's it's chilly, so the water parks are closed. So uh, I, I don't know. I picked up people yesterday morning. God bless them. They were on their way to to uh, the Magic Kingdom at like seven o'clock, and it was. Probably 32 degrees. <laughs> Knock yourself out, but... Yeah. Have you, have you seen uh, Spider-Man No Way Home yet? No. Yeah, it, grows, it already grossed one billion overseas. Yeah, I heard it's uh, doing rather well. Yeah, it's projected to do 1.74 billion overseas. Ooh, but we got to charge a buck for a penny. Uh, additional, more money, more money, more money. I couldn't hear you muffled yourself again, John. More money, more money, more money. 100%. Addition to the canopy piece continues on Tron Light Cycle Run. So they are slowly. This ought to be together, but hopefully by my 60th birthday. Six more years, John? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. They yep. might have it done by that time. The only what do you care? As long as the train opens up at that time. Yeah, well, that's why I'm pissed off and get mad at this, because <laughs> I want my train back a lot. The good thing is, John, by the time it is open, we ha- will have the excuse to be too old to ride it. Yeah, exactly. I can't do that or the uh, uh, get the Guardians of the Galaxy and too old people. So. No, I don't know. I, yeah, I want my train back. I, I don't I don't get why they couldn't have got it to where uh, the train could run. I guarantee if Walt was still... I think even if Michael Eisner was still in charge, that train would have been running by now. 
He'd have put up something temporary to get it through there. This guy, they don't care about doing extra anything. There's a perfect example, our barges. Those barges need to go away at Epcot, John. I agree. They're hideous. Well, I loved it when you... Te- when, one of the best texts you ever sent me is when you sent me that text, text that uh, the boss agreed with me, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, she spent the day looking at him going, yeah, God. <laughs> I agree. And he has even has to be a worse view when she's in her little her chair looking across. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't get it. I I'm not happy with a, not happy at all with that. Not I I still can't believe a buck, John, for a penny. Buck for a penny, but you get eight of them for five dollars. Well, where I'm shocked is why didn't they do the dollar one to be the jerks like they did with the fifty one cents because they had to make fifty even off of it. Surprised they didn't make it a dollar one. So the quarters used to be, if you got a crushed quarter, that used to be a dollar. So I wonder how much they are now. Seven bucks. <laughs> Forty nine ninety five. Yeah, well, I'm sure Eisner's firing people right now in Chapic because they didn't charge a dollar one. We need to make a dollar even off of all this. I mean, I don't know. It just every time you turn around, it's like I mean, it might sound stupid, but. It's almost as stupid as calling the chocolate and strawberry a doll wet. <laughs> I mean, would you, I don't know. It just, it baffles me, some of the, the thinking. So you're going to go home, you're going to uh, watch the game, you're going to be rooting for the Niners or the Rams? You're going to root for the Niners? Yeah, Niners and the Bengals. Okay. Well, I'll be rooting for the Rams and the... I, I'll be on the fence with the other you're game. Torn. I'll be rooting you're, for you're both torn. teams. Yeah. yeah, I'll be rooting for both. I just want it to be a good game. Well, if that's all you wanted for the Buffalo game, you certainly got your wish on that Although, come on, NFL, get some better overtime rules. Yeah. Seriously. I I mean, in, in this day and age, it it was 85% chance they're going to win the game if you win the coin toss. It was unfortunate. You know? yeah. so. Well, the NFL will tell you, and I don't agree with it either. I think they should play a full quarter. Full quarter, and that's it. And whoever's ahead after that wins. If you burn up the whole quarter, that's one thing. You follow me? Yeah. If your defense yeah, if you, can't. If you do a fifteen-minute drive, then yeah. you do a fifteen-minute drive. But yeah, but I think it should be a full overtime quarter. And I see, I can understand it in the regular season, but in in the playoffs, yeah. I mean, and Josh Allen is probably my favorite. I've told you this before. He's my favorite player. That's not an eagle right now. And I felt horrible for that kid. Because how much better could you possibly play? No, no, no. But Patrick Mahomes with 13 seconds. Holy cow. Well, I I truly believe the Buffaloes. I know McDermott ain't going to be fired. But why didn't the special teams coach kick it, flub kick it and waste six seconds? I would have wasted a play. They'd only have one play, not two. Why did you kick it through the end zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just astounding to me and i would rather give up a bomb than let them pick me apart like that it just rush them make them do something i mean they just sat back and you don't sit back with mahomes kelsey and hall you know what i'm saying yeah the prevent defense has its places sometimes but not this not in that situation if i was king of the world john that would be one of the top 10 things i'd ban (laughs) no more prevent no more prevent it's against the law (laughs) Uh, I mean, how many times do you actually see it work? You know, never. It's like playing his own defense against Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just stupid. 
It's just it's just crazy. It's just like in hockey. You watch them. You you watch a team be up five nothing, and then they get back on their skates. Next thing you know, it's five five. Am I wrong? They quit attacking. Yep, momentum. No, it's just I don't know. I thought Sean McDermott was a moron. He should have told he. I would have fired my special teams coach right on the spot if that kicker kicked that out of the end zone like he did. Yeah, you, you you flubbed that. It's a minimum of three, four, five. So you get one play then. It, it, I just I felt so bad for that kid, but anyway, uh, but, and and again on talking about football this morning, I woke up and they're having all this. They had this big show, John, on player safety, how far the NFL has come, and they're talking about concussions and this and that again, and and then right after that, they're showing the Buffalo uh, the the Buffalo game from a couple weeks ago and previews and Allen's pre. Uh, the way they played the whole off season, I mean the whole playoff season, and we're playing at minus three to greens at at Buffalo and, and and Lambeau Field, watching players' helmets hit the ground in the freezing cold. Like I I don't know how you could say you're playing for safety and you're you played out in the backyard, John. Could you imagine getting tackled on a, a frozen field compared to your warm grass down there in Florida? <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, getting no, tackled at Lambeau Field, you might as well play football right out on the blacktop. <laughs> playing on the steel. Yeah. yeah, but we're all for player safety, John. No, you're not. If you were for player safety, every team would have a controlled surface, controlled environment. What are you going to go eat good, John? I got leftover uh, stew from last night. So, chili today deserves some stew. So. Uh, it's a shame I couldn't. If you could get an Epcot, I could buy you grilled cheese and tomato soup, John. <laughs> uh, I. Technically, I don't think on my break I'm allowed to walk in Epcot. <laughs> but that would be today would be the perfect day for that, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we had one day before it got this cold. We had uh, a day where like the high was 58 and it was rainy and windy all day. That would have been the day. That would have been awesome. So, I'm looking up. My mother-in-law bought me these two Mickey and Minnie Mouse figurines. They're about a, I guess, about a foot tall, John. They're like the kind of the. They're on the stands, on the black stands with the Walt Disney World engraved in it. And I'm looking at Minnie in her really cute pink dress. I just couldn't imagine looking up and seeing her in a pantsuit, John. Pantsuit. It's just... She's a businesswoman now. Oh, my God. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Again, everybody that will stay at the Grand Floridian will be for this if you go. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> uh, anyhow, everybody please be kind to one another. Everybody, please go over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you would disagree with my whole Grand Floridian thoughts, tell me. I, I don't mind. I'm a big boy. But please, head over to iTunes leave us a review. You see John on the bus, say hello. Say hello to Johnny, right, John? Yeah, it would be nice to see some people. I don't think I've, uh, since I moved over here, I haven't ran into anybody. And, uh, since we went, you know, I've probably met somebody once a week. Uh, but, yeah, the buses are a lot harder. There's a lot more of us, and I really have no idea where I'll be until that point. And if you are staying at the Grand Floridian, say hello to John. <laughs> yeah, say good morning to me, would yes. you please? <laughs> it would be Respond. nice. You're, you're beneath me, Mr. Bus Driver. Drive, boy, drive. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down and drive the bus. Yeah, then the people from the All-Star or uh, Riverside and Kirby B, they get on and high-five you. Good morning. Yeah, I get some of that every once in a while. Yeah, I, I'm going to do it next time. I can't wait. You're going to give me your bus schedule. Absolutely. I might live on the bus the one day, would you, John? I'll meet and greet. I'll take care of the Floridian people for you, John. <laughs> uh, 
Don't stand there with your teeth in your mouth. Say hello. <laughs> Anyhow, again, I'll let you go, John. Everybody be kind to one another. We'll talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Fold your strollers. Have a good day. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.